Engaging Leader, Episode 191, Three Hacks for Emotional Transparency that Cultivates Accountability, featuring Jonathan Raymond. Brought to you by the team at Workforce Communication. Find out more at workforcecommunication.com. Hey, Engagers, stay tuned for information at the end of this interview with Jonathan about how you can get a free copy of his book, Good Authority, How to Become the Leader Your Team is Waiting For. Leadership inspire trust, passion, and action? Welcome to the Engaging Leader Podcast with Jesse Leahy, consultant, writer, and speaker. Jesse has helped executives engage hundreds of thousands of people. Join us now for principles to communicate, engage, and lead with greater impact. Welcome to the show, Engagers. If it seems like you can't trust your team to own projects and results, How Can You Improve Their Personal Accountability? This is the final episode in a four-part series of interviews with Jonathan Raymond about how to practice emotional transparency to cultivate accountability within your team. Don't miss all four parts. That's episodes 188 through 191. Last time we talked about the four steps of emotional transparency that cultivates accountability. This time we'll wrap up the series with three hacks or shortcuts for emotional transparency. Jonathan Raven, welcome back to Engaging Leader. Hey, Jesse. Jonathan, we've been talking about emotional transparency. What are some hacks, the most important things to remember when you're practicing emotional transparency in the workplace as a way to cultivate accountability? So the first one is name it, right? That the act of naming what you're feeling or sensing or thinking, that's the step that we often miss. So if you don't work with it, you're going to act it out in some way. If you're feeling frustrated or concerned or whatever's going on for you, you will act it out in some way. We're not capable of, we think we might think we are, we have this ability to kind of like keep our emotions to ourselves. We don't, we can't. And especially <laughs> in the of power, we're really not good at this. It's going to come out in some form sooner or later. So name it. That's the first hack. So that's a myth. Let it die. <laughs> exactly. It's a myth. Let it die. Uh, the next one is do it from your heart, right? Think about, especially in the context of the workplace, think about how you would share this perspective or what you're thinking or feeling, how would you share that with a friend or a family member who was struggling with a problem, right? Talk to your colleague like that. We're, t- we're all having this conversation about the future of work and how to be human, right? Like how do, you, how do you treat the people in the rest of your life that you care about? How do you find a workplace version of that, that where you can bring your personal caring and be honest with people? It's not gonna be the same as you would talk with a family member, but some of the tones and qualities, and that's how do you do it from the heart? Take that risk in the workplace. That's the second hack. Hmm. Okay. And then the last of the the third the third one, and this is the most uh, this is tricky, especially for different generations, older generations, is to be emotionally transparent means to include yourself. So when you're giving feedback, when you're talking about a workplace scenario, when you're in a conflict with someone, the the momentum is you make it about the other person. Hey, you did this thing, right? Or that was frustrating to me. And the thing that we skip is, hey, I noticed this and the way it impacted me was X, Y, and Z, or where I went in myself or the story that I made up about it, right? There's lots of different ways to kind of language that and words that you can use, but that's that including yourself is that act of vulnerability. So that the the situation, it's not an objective situation. You're part of it. So bring yourself into the conversation as part of that step of being emotionally transparent. Be willing to be moved. You might change your mind after you have this conversation, but include yourself so that that conversation adds that. So it's fully human, not just for the other person, 
uh, but for you. So this is this sort of I'm connecting this with the kind of classic teaching about I statements that when you're trying to ask someone to change something um, or tell them that you you have a problem with something, instead of talking about them and essentially coming across as blaming, you start with yourself. And I guess you you know this is all about ownership, right? The accountability yeah. is wanting someone to own what's going on. And so I think this is helpful because you're starting by owning your own feelings and perceptions. And the context is about me, and and this is my perception, and these are my feelings about what's going on here. And and the last point exactly to that around ownership is there are very few good role models for that in the world of what does that look like to own your thoughts and emotions and feelings, and how do you do that in the context of work? And those are the people that other people want to work for. They want to work for people who take ownership of their emotions, take who know their stuff, got to know your stuff, but that's the kind of people that people stick around for. And it's the managers and leaders who don't own their stuff. That's where people go like, I'm out of here. I'm going to disengage in one form or another, up to and including leaving my job and going doing something else for my life. Yeah, that's right. These, those are helpful hacks. So name it from your heart, include yourself. You're right. That is the kind of leader that you want. They're, they hold people accountable. They get things done. But they're also human and they treat other people like real human beings. Yes. Very helpful. Well, Jonathan Raymond, CEO of Refound, thanks so much for just taking us through this how-to guide on emotional transparency and accountability. You bet. It was a lot of fun. All right, Engagers, the book is Good Authority, How to Become the Leader Your Team is Waiting For. You can get a free copy if you're one of the first 25 listeners to go to refound.com forward slash free book by June 15th, 2019. That's right. You can get a free copy of Jonathan's book, Good Authority. Go to the website. His company, again, is Refound, like Rebound, but with an F. So that's refound.com forward slash free book. We'll also provide a link to Jonathan's book and his social media information on our show notes for this episode. And don't miss all of our episodes that have featured Jonathan. Episode 145 talked about the accountability dial. And then episodes 188 through 191 are breaking down what emotional transparency is and how you can use it to cultivate accountability in your organization. This is a production of Workforce Communication. We're a team of consultants and creatives using the power of communication to help organizations enhance the well-being and performance of their people. My colleagues and I partner with mid-size and large employers to attract top talent, fully engage employees, and achieve superior business results in several areas, including employer branding, talent management, wellness, benefits and compensation, business transformation, and more. Find us at workforcecommunication.com. Until next time, remember, in the 21st century, the real movers and shakers aren't just leaders, they're engagers.